Good morning, everyone. Thanks. That's not yours. This is my Bible carrier. No, everyone, this is uh, Dalton. Dalton, this is everyone. Hi, guys. Um, I am a student ministry pastor here at North Shore, and I am also not preaching this morning. Dalton will be. And uh, that comes from a couple places. Um, part of it, this, this actually very originally was Pastor Scott's suggestion. And what it fits within is an idea um, that he brings that really permeates through the North Shore culture um, from Ephesians chapter 4, which says one of the responsibilities of the church is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Um, And so we do things together, we receive things together, but we also sometimes pass things off. And so uh, Dalton and I have met a few times um, over brownies and different things to just talk about uh, the Word of God and what it means to share it and proclaim it and and all that. And so I am um, honored and excited to kind of hand that off to you this morning as you preach to us. Uh, If you have Bibles or devices or anything, um, we're going to begin in the book of Psalm. Uh, Book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 46. And is it all right if I read it and then let you take it away? Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, Psalm 46, as we begin this morning. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. God, this morning we come before you as your people, um, grateful to be together and grateful uh, that you have something to say to us. We ask that you would open our hearts and our minds, that we would hear you. Um, Just speak clearly this morning through distractions, through noise, through false messages, through whatever it is um, that could prevent us from drawing near to you, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would remove that this morning and that we would encounter you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Awesome. Um, so as he said, my name is Dalton Schwab, and as of about an hour ago, I am 19 years old. <laughs> So yes, yes, it's my birthday. I was born into this church of all places um, in Eld Everett, Washington. 
And my whole life, I've actually dreamed of this day that I'd be able to come up here and speak to you guys and to you guys online as well. Um, I have a unique relationship with the online campus. Um, If you've ever seen the online service before, you'll know there's three camera angles that switch. And the one responsible for that switching on most Sundays um, this past year has been me. (laughs) So I've been back there every day online church. Um, I'm sorry for messing up. I've done it at least twice. Um, We're like, someone was on screen and they weren't talking, but you could hear noise and it wasn't really working. So I'm sorry for that. But I love you and I love you guys in the back too. Um, for all camera people and sound people in that. So yeah, can I start with a story? Um, I'm in high school, and uh, the year 2020 was going to be awesome for me. Um, I go to King's High School in Shoreline, Washington, and I'm so very fortunate to go to a private Christian school in um, Seattle, Washington, where that type of community isn't exactly prevalent as prevalent as it is Um, across um, Seattle. And um, with comes that comes the awesome opportunity for ministry to take place. And I have been sort of a leader in that place. I'm the spiritual life rep, which is essentially the chaplain for my whole school. Um, So if you're worried about a 19-year-old being on stage today, I promise you I have experience and I gotcha. Don't worry. We're going to be fine (laughs) this morning. Um, And... uh, with that comes a lot of responsibility and a lot of different ministry things that I have uh, fortunate enough to have a team to work with on. Um, before COVID, we had worship, uh, optional worship uh, times every Wednesday morning at like six o'clock in the morning. If you think it's hard to get your teenager up in the morning for eight o'clock school, imagine how hard it was for me to get them up to go to six o'clock worship service. That was something else. Um, But at this worship service, we talked a lot about revival and stuff. And we we talked a lot about having having plans. And we talked about, you know, 2020 is going to be a year. We're going to bring up, we're going to add numbers to this worship service. People are going to start paying attention in chapel again. We're going to get the worship team rocking, playing some sick tunes on there. And uh, that didn't quite happen the way I planned it. To go, and I was talking to one of my team members. He's essentially the chapel. Uh, back then, he was the chaplain for the uh, um, junior class. He's actually going to take over my position, which is pretty cool. And um, man, what happened, dude, bro? We're talking on the beach, wear masks. What happened to the revival? He goes, you know, Dalton. You know, the the Lord kind of put it on my heart to say this thing. I wonder if revival took place. Weeding out the lukewarm Christians. Because we had a lot of people coming to chapel service, but they'd go party on the weekends, which wasn't exactly tasteful. But uh, praise Jesus, we have worship services back again. Whole new group of people. And they're those same kids who they went to go party with. But here's the thing. They're not doing that bad stuff anymore. Talk about plans. My plans didn't exactly work out. But God's plans worked for the better. And that is my first point today. And the title of this message is that how God is our fortress. Dalton, what does that got to do with plans, man? Weirdo, 19-year-old, whose idea was this? Scott, you, man, this is your first big mistake leading me up here. (laughs) 
Well, um, I'm going to read today Psalm 46, one of my favorite passages in the Bible ever. Um, I have some crazy stories to go with this. And um, Psalms are written like songs, um, as Tyler read today very well, that it kind of repeats itself. You know, songs repeat themselves, choruses and bridges and stuff. Um, and you'll notice if you open up to Psalm 46, again, I hope that you would go open those up because we're going to be jumping around today. Um, you'll notice that it does repeat. Um, and at the beginning, it gives a little instruction. It's like, to the blah, blah, blah of Korah and like some Hebrew stuff that I don't understand. Like it's, it's directions for music. And so today we're going to pick that um, apart. So I'm going to read a little bit here. Starting in verse one, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Skipping ahead to verse four. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And then it says it again at the very end. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. We don't really have forts anymore, which is kind of weird. Back then they had forts to protect from all types of enemies, whether it be human armies or even like stuff like you know, lions and stuff that would try to march in and, and maul you, which wouldn't be really nice. Um, luckily, we don't have any lions around here. We have some bears, but luckily they stay out in the mountains and stuff. So forts really aren't exactly relevant. And so I was thinking, what, what is like a fort? Well, we have houses. Like a fort, a house has walls, hopefully. Um, you know, it protects from the elements. We have a lot of rain here, you know, protect from the wind and the rain. We had some wind the other day. And they protect precious stuff. Back in the day, they protect like gold, I don't know, jade, all those precious, shiny things that, you know, I wish I get to wear sometimes. Um, <laughs> and houses protect things like kids. I hope I'm precious. I like to say that I protect my family, my dad and my mom in my house. That's definitely mine now because I'm, I'm, I'm 19 now. I'm in charge. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, they protect things like family photos, the house computer, you know, things that have been important, have some value to them. Here's the thing, though. If you drive around Everett, you'll notice some of these houses have some age to them. The paint starts to wrinkle. Water damage, you know, mold, gross things, just mismanagement. Because like the forts of old, which we don't see anymore because they've fallen, are man-made, right? You know, Romans, Romans 3.23 says, all men fall short of the glory of God. When we make a fort, when we make a plan, it tends to fail or tends not to go our way. So what do we do? What do we do? Well, Psalm 46 says there is a fort and his name is the God of Jacob and he is with us. In verse four, it even describes the stream and the city of God. And that same city of God is mentioned again in Revelation. It talks about that river that flows. It mentions that same river in Revelation. And that city of God is going to last forever. God's plans, God's perfect plans and his perfect way is going to last 
forever, unlike our fortresses. You know, talking about this revival, all these plans I had, I wanted to do discipleship groups. I wanted to get the worship team wrapped up and, and I was gonna, you know, um, bring one-to-one relationships with all the kids on campus that everyone would feel welcome, you know, across all types of denominations from the Catholic students we have at, at, at school and even bringing those, those kids who did not grow up in a Christian school like the rest of us. You know, bring them together in this awesome faith-based, Bible-based community so that we could see and experience the works and the blessings of God. I had this plan and didn't go through. We've all had plans that didn't go through, haven't we? I know you're thinking of it right now. You don't have to tell me. This isn't like Bible class where you can just yell at me. But uh, I know you're thinking of it, like of a plan that, man, ah, I could have gone my way. I played paintball yesterday and I had this big plan out too and that didn't work. I got shot like five times, man. I'm hurting. <laughs> what a good time right now. You know, despite COVID and our plans for 2020, isn't this the best time to start putting your dependence on Jesus Christ? Instead of your own fortress that's going to fall and crumble, I'd like to live in a house that's not going to cave in on me, that's going to protect me from the water and the, the wind, that's built on a solid rock of faith. We all need a fortress. And um, if you think that COVID is just the only reason, oh boy, do I have some news from you. You know, COVID's gonna pass and man, you're still gonna need a fortress for all types of things. Trying to get a job, sickness, disabilities. I mean, some of us, as my Bible teacher likes to say, are getting a little advanced in age, as the Bible says about um, some prophets when they got a little gray-haired. You know, things start breaking down. We need God to depend on, to depend on. What about all the things else in the world? Gas prices going up. Man, I was around in the housing crisis. I was really young, but I was, I was alive and I could see the struggles in other people around. Like COVID isn't just the only disaster we have to experience. Things are gonna come. Armies are gonna come and try to get us. Isn't COVID right now the best time for us to depend on God. Speaking of challenges, all these variables, they seem very big. You know, housing crises and COVID diseases, stuff like that. They all seem bigger to us. And, and you might be like, oh, are we just gonna cower in a fort? What about the enemies out there? Are we just gonna let the nations come in? Well, good thing I have the rest of Psalm 46 to back me up and we got some more chewing to do. Verse six of Psalm 46, nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. Verse eight, come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Now that's some pretty heavy stuff. You know, let's talk about our own physical struggles. 
You know, there's tons of people throughout the Bible who had physical struggles. Jesus healed people who couldn't walk their whole lives, made blind see, crazy stuff. But one leader that comes very early on in the Bible is Moses, and he had a big issue with public speaking. He had a, a, a stutter that really, really got to him. And he was entrusted with his responsibility to bring an entire nation that's been enslaved for 500 years out of the most powerful country on the earth, Egypt, bring them out all by himself just by talking to Pharaoh. That's some pretty heavy stuff. In Exodus 4, 10 and 11, this is Moses in the burning bush. He's talking to God at this point. And Moses is complaining to God like, dude, Come on, <laughs> like, I can't do this. He goes, but Moses said to the Lord, oh my Lord, I am not eloquent either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and tongue. Verse 11, the Lord responds with this. Who made man's mouth? Who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Was it not I, the Lord, who created your mouth that you're speaking to me right now, who made the eyes that you're seeing this miracle right in front of you? Was it not I, the Lord? Look around you, Moses. North Shore, look around you. The mountains, the trees, the ocean. Who made those things? Was it not the Lord? Talk about physical Challenges the nation of Israel when this psalm was written had all types of enemies around them. And ladies and gentlemen, they did not have the same morals that they did. They were skewed and demonic. They worshiped idols that asked for human sacrifices. And more importantly, the, the, these, these warriors, they were, had so much pressure from their families, from their culture, from their nation to perform and not just attack the soldiers, not just the men who were fighting them, but their wives and their children as well. Talk about an evil, strong, powerful enemy. You know, it, it talks about the, the Assyrians and the, and the, and the, and the Canaanites and, and even the, uh, um, the Ninevites who invented crucifixion. Some bad people, right? It even even histor historians have concluded that they found skulls where, where the teeth were filed down like shark teeth. Talk about a powerful, really mean enemy. And the nation of Israel was put against these people alone. Similar to how us Christians are put alone against the world. A very strong enemy where persecution happens every day. It has been for a long time. But the Lord says, come and see what the Lord has done. He, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes those wars cease. Cease. He breaks the bow. He shatters the spear that they attack us with. And he burns the shields with fire. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. Talk about a powerful God on our side to combat the powerful enemies that we have. The funniest thing ever is Moses after talking to God and he says all these things. Moses still goes, no, I can't do it. And God gets mad kind of warranted. And he goes, okay, fine, your brother Aaron will talk. You could just do like the cool snake in, in the staff thing and the, the, all the miracles, like the Nile turning to blood, which is crazy, don't you think? My goodness, guys, that's one powerful God. 
Come and see, ladies and gentlemen, the works of the Lord are more than you can imagine. Every day, God performs miracles. I've seen miracles happen. It's been pretty cool. You know, some people go their whole life without seeing a miracle, but they have the faith that is so strong because they know all they need is creation to look around. They see the mountains. They they, they see the waves crash. And they go, man, there's got to be a God. You know, scientists, are, the more they study crazy stuff like quantum physics and like the extents of the universe and black holes, they go, how did this happen? What? They go, there's got to be a God. And they wraps their mind because they're so stuck in this belief that is inspired by the enemy that it was just random. What a lie. If you just think about it, all you need is creation. But what about the spiritual staff, guys? Well, I'm going to read some Psalm 46 one more time. I don't know if you've noticed, but in verse 8, the desolation he has, past tense, brought on the earth. Come and see what the Lord has, past tense, done on the earth. 1 Corinthians 15, 56 through 57. The sting of death is sin and the power of of sin is the law. But thanks to God who gives us victory, victory kind of like fighting a battle, yes, victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. What is the craziest thing you've ever done? The most sinful, the worst thing? I know you're thinking of it just like that other thing. <laughs> it's pretty big. You want to talk about a, a, a big enemy? Think about your sins. I'm thinking about mine. I've done through all sorts of struggles and temptations and trials, addictions. The Lord has conquered death already. He has melted the earth. He has defeated the enemy. When he bore all of our sin on the cross, he, past tense, about 2,000 years ago, took our sins and defeated death for us. So you got nothing to worry about, ladies and gentlemen. You want to talk about a powerful God on your side? He's already got you. Everything's okay. Sings my soul how great the love of Christ that he might die for us. Well, now what? Now what, ladies and gentlemen? What do we do with this information? (laughs) I talked about how crazy this God is, how big he is, how he can melt spears with fire, which is pretty cool. I don't know, shields are made of metal, you know. They're not, sometimes they had wood in them. But melting a shield is really hot. And it's really hard to make that. And if God can do it in an incident, wow, that's pretty powerful. He's defeated great enemies, bloodthirsty, evil, demonic forces. He's forgiven us of our sins. Every sin that we commit every day. Now what? Well, church family, Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. He says, be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. This is my favorite part (laughs) because God is telling us what to do now with this information. And he says, nothing. Well, you're like nothing. Well, don't, that doesn't sound right. You got to do this and this. Well, 
Nothing actually has an action. Think of it as a road trip. I love road trips. I love going up the mountains to go ski and, and, and snowboard. I love going to eastern Washington, seeing I have family over there. Um, road trips can be kind of noisy. You got kids in the back. Um, you know, it's, it's the, the wind hitting the windshield is loud. The motor's loud, unless you have a Tesla, which would be pretty cool. Not going to lie. You know, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a loud experience. And that's like life. Everything's a bit loud. But God is telling us, hey, maybe you should go pull over. And just turn the, turn the car off, just sit there in our life and just be still. Know that I am God. Know that I am over all of these powerful forces. Know that I am here for you, to protect you. Meditate on the world. You know, you know Jesus did the same thing. He went out whenever he gave a big sermon. I, I, you know, he gave the sermon on Mount. He, he kind of was like, I need to get away from this. He got on a boat and went across, this, across the Sea of Galilee because it was so noisy. He goes, I need to, I need to rest. I need to, I need to be with my father. In the Garden of the Gethsemane, some of his last moments, this is the last moment Jesus is by himself. He goes, disciples, go like, look out for me. Like, I need to go like, have some alone time. He needs to go be still and be with his father. Be still and be with your father today. You know, in, in other translations of this verse, it actually says, stop your fighting. Stop your fighting and know that I am God. Fighting's pretty noisy. Yelling, screaming, you know, hopefully not physical altercations, but that can get pretty loud, crashing into stuff. Stop your quarreling, stop your noise, be still. I am God, I got you. Accept me, love me back as I have loved you. You know, Jesus says in, in John 15, 4, abide in me as I do, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. So today, as you exit COVID, have a good Memorial Day weekend. Maybe you should on your little road trip, maybe you should pull over, enjoy creation. See what the Lord has done. See the works of the Lord. Be still, know that he is God, that he will be exalted over every trial you have had, every mistake you have done. Be still and know. When I first heard this verse, I'm sure, you know, I grew up in church. Some of you yelled at me to slow down as I was running in the halls of this very building. <laughs> like, I, I've been here for a while, and I, I've heard so many Bible verses. Some of you who have grown up in the church, too, have heard so many verses. And it, it, it seems to be kind of cheapened sometimes. Like, oh, John 3.16, oh, I know that one. <laughs> you know? I've heard this one, be still and know that I'm God, a couple times. But this one time, my freshman year, I was in the hospital. I had random abdominal pain, and it sucked. Man, it was just one night, too. I went to the hospital. The doctors did all these tests on me. They're like, I have no idea what's wrong with you. I've just, I have no idea. But they just looked at everything. I mean, you're a little bit dehydrated, but you're all, you can't stand up. 
I was in so much pain, ladies and gentlemen. It hurt bad. More than those pain balls sure did. And uh, I, w- I, was, I was sleeping, trying to get, trying to get rest. You know, they, put, they give me an IV and everything, trying to sleep. And uh, I was at Providence Medical in Everett. And I had this crazy dream. And I woke up. And every morning they read scripture. And it was this one. Be still and know that I am God. That was trippy. <laughs> it was crazy. And ever since then, I, I, I have decided to put everything aside, to be still, know that he is God. I don't have this abdominal pain anymore, which is awesome. Praise, praise God. Praise Jesus. But it, it took kind of a reminder, and hoping today that it won't take abdominal pain to get you to listen to me and tell you to be still and to know that he is God, that he is powerful from all these things. You know, the worship team's going to come up, and I, I want you guys to stand with me as I read through this song, this psalm. So if you could, could stand up, I'm going to read it one more time. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is this river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. When he lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolation he has brought on the earth. He makes the war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks that bow and he shatters that spear and he burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I'm God.